I, I told you I just can't I just can't repress anything anymore except for most things all the time Games podcast. This is level one thirty one. Plumbers don't wear dresses. That's right. We are back. We are back with an episode of the Geekscape Games podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape network. I'm your host this evening, Shane O'Hare, and I met with the dig- digital Derek, digital 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 Derek. Uh, that's that's a um, I mean, a a d- d- database Derek. Uh, that just kind of, that kind of reminds me. I played this uh, tabletop game. The other day, and I can't remember what it's called, but it said to create. <laughs> it said to create like a, a techie. Uh, oh, it's called Sprawl, and it's uh, like you. It's like a cyberpunk uh, RPG, and my character's name was Pentium Perry. And, uh, I was pretty proud of that. I was pretty proud of the name. It. Wait, was that an original name or was that like a pre? Yeah, no, I, no, that was my name. Yeah, oh, I made that up. Cool, cool. All right, um, and then. Uh, a squeaking by in the background is Miss Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for caught me off guard. Caught you off guard? That's not what you said in the pre-show. <laughs> what did I say in the pre-show? I I can't repeat that here. Okay. Confidentiality. This is a kid's show. <laughs> is it? Oh, wait. What happened when I wasn't paying attention? <laughs> oh, this gets just gets better and better. Oh, shit. Now I'm nervous. It's fine. It's whatever. Uh, <laughs> we're back with another episode of the Geeks 8 Games podcast. I'm so happy to be back with you. Derek, you're now, you're slowly creeping out of um, special guest status to normal guest status. How does it feel to get back, potentially? You know, you still have a couple of rounds of qualifiers to get back to your host status, but how does it feel? Uh, I mean, well, sometimes now you guys are like, oh yeah, let's record when Derek's available, and then I get to be on the show, um, so that's cool. I also feel like Derek's been on the show more in the last two months than you have, so... Ooh, who's temporary now? How much shit can you really give him? Um, I've also been uh, I've also been talking to Matt Kelly about potentially uh, <laughs> guesting on Horror Movie Night. <laughs> what if Matt Kelly had everybody but Shane on his show, and then Shane lost his shit? <laughs> Matt, when you listen I think, to this, I think Shane, I think Shane left. <laughs> Speaking of Matt Kelly and the Horror Movie Night podcast, um, we are currently sitting at exactly 90 days since he was on my show and have yet to receive an invitation back. I've cleaned up my act. My act has been cleaned up much more so than... I thought, I thought that one week was very interesting when like Courtney was the most vulgar, I think. And- Courtney and Carlos... <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, oh, like, I'm I sorry. expect it from I expect it from you at this point, but like you were tame, and that was weird. I cleaned up it was my like act. This weird alternate universe. Uh, uh, <laughs> are we are we in the alternate timeline? Is this a, uh, was that the timeline where uh, Trump actually lost the election, or which timeline? Which timeline is nice? Nice Shane living. If it is, can we go back? We go back. Yeah. You get you can go and change your votes. Uh, I voted not for Trump. Derek, who'd you vote for? I'm from Canada, so Derek can't vote in America. So did you, did Derek? But did you, but let's who did you vote for? Uh, I, so I like I feel like I just don't talk politics on uh, on. That's legit. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Ask, that's a really personal question to ask somebody too. No, I, we asked him. Um, also, I don't remember if I did vote. So <gasps> Derek, no isn't voting compulsory yeah. in Canada, or is that just Australia? Nothing's compulsory in Canada. <laughs> Oh, well then. <laughs> Shit. Not a, especially not showing up on time for the podcast, it seems, Point Derek. Point yeah. Canada. So one thing that I did when I was going to be slightly late for the podcast that someone else doesn't do when they're going to be late for the podcast Shit. is give plenty of notice. And an ETA that is actually accurate. And an ETA. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'll be 10 to 15 minutes. And I think I was like 14 minutes. Because Shane- Shane's like. Shane, Shane will be like 10 minutes away and then no, no, no. 90 minutes Shane later. Shane will just say soon. Shane just says, I'll be there mm. soon. And then 
like in normal people time, <laughs> soon is like 15, 20 minutes tops. In shame totally. time, yeah. it can be up to two hours. It's And it's, it's so funny. It's so funny because that's such a pet peeve of mine. Because like, uh, shouts out to- I wouldn't say it's funny. No, shouts out to Tony H. Um, but he runs on Tony H time. Um, DJ Tony H. Um, is that Tony Hawk? <laughs> Speaking of Tony, do you know which game turned 18 years old today? Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh, you know, you're like, no, Dave Mira. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, actually, it's funny because uh, Tony H, uh, when we were advertising a, an event up here, uh, somebody was like, hey, you know, all these are all the DJs that are going to be here. And Tony H, but Tony H, like, autocorrected to Tony Hawk. So for like a minute, like people just kept, ta- well, people, me, I just kept tagging him in pictures of Tony Hawk all over the place. <laughs> Pretty funny. I laughed. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> Living in a constant world of sorrow. <laughs> That's actually kind of sad. Anyway. Cool story. Uh, Derek, what are you going to talk about this week? Oh, wait, no. I have I have some fucking programming notes from last week. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You have programming notes? You say some, pr- some programming listened? notes? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hello. Are you, are you going to talk about Matt Kelly's comments that you weren't a part of? <laughs> oh, I love sassy Derek. Derek, I don't know where your sass came from. I don't know if it's because you've been visiting uh, the U.S. more and you're, we're just rubbing off on you or what, but keep drinking that. Oh, I'll rub off on Derek all day long. I, I told you I just can't. I just can't repress anything anymore. Good. Don't. Sassy Except Derek for is- most things all the time, but <laughs> a few things. A few things do make it out. Sassy I hear Derek that's healthy. It's it's good. I think it's fun. Is, Der- is Derek now the heel of the Geek State Games podcast? Derek's like Ooh. our sassy gay friend, but he's straight. So, like, if we were a sitcom, which we're not. I I still like like still get the like, aren't you gay? Like thing on the reg, uh, and it's that's really frustrating. So I like I like oh. to say right now. Hello. I mean, like. Look is it is it the purple though. hair and pony costumes? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's definitely the purple hair. You're, I mean, you live in Alaska, so like, if you aren't wearing three week old Carhartts, um, and and a plaid shirt, the fuck is a Carhartt? Carhartt's Whoa. a pants brand. Uh, it's like um, they're like work pants. Oh God, no! What's mm. that? What's that like? Like redneck Canada? store that's in Canada? Can it, Canadian? Canadian. I don't know. Anyway, they're like really Canadian pick, Tire. Like yeah, pants. it's like it's like buying clothes from Canadian Tire. I don't think Canadian Tire like doesn't sell clothes. Derek, I will find Can- you. Canadian Tire sells like auto parts and like garden go. tools and stuff like that. Anyway. Oh god, what's that big like clothing store? Cabela's? Walmart. No, it's in Canada. Fuck. All right, you guys take the show for a second. I got in the small, small Wait. town of Canada. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> no, shut up. Just all right. Go. Just, just, just go. Just, anyway. just go. I, I'm. I need to figure this out because otherwise, Speak, I'm gonna be. Speaking of clothing, uh, one thing that came out today, which I thought was really interesting, and it hasn't actually been like, like somebody got. Oh, I think the wedding amiibos. Which are a thing, and I wish Josh was here to explain why they're a thing, because I don't really know why they're a thing. Um, yeah. But the like wedding line of Amiibos came out, which includes like Bowser with a white suit and a top hat, and Mario's in a white suit, and Peach has a wedding dress. But oh yeah, I saw those. <clears throat> apparently, the wedding Peach Amiibo. Those aren't suits uh, or tuxedos, by the way. Oh my god. The. <laughs> this is why people think you're gay. <laughs> the wedding Peach Amiibo. Uh, will actually unlock a special costume for Mario in Super Mario Odyssey, uh, which is a wedding dress. So you can actually uh, play Mario Odyssey can, with Mario in a wedding dress. I like uh, it. I thought that was interesting. That's very inclusive. Um, for the record, you can unlock it without the amiibo, so it's not mission critical. But the the amiibo gives it to you right away. Is there like a is it is there like a mission where you have to like infiltrate a wedding or something? Uh, I don't know. Does it drop I, in the, the game's box? not out yet. <laughs> um, oh, this is oh god damn it! Not Dickies, not Big Bill. Are you still on the the pants thing? Dude, it's <laughs> bugging the shit out of me. Marks, <laughs> is Marks a thing? That Marks is a thing in the states too, and they're they're not a brand; they're just a store that sells anyway, a lot Carhartt, of different brands. Carhartt's its own brand, Shane. It's not just like I. It's not like a Cabela's or anything. It's the fucking it's Carhartt. There's like a specific company, like in Toronto, 
Ah, uh, it's Why killing me it? softly. Canadian Tire does sell clothes. They sell car parts. Oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck, Derek? I I've never been to a Canadian Tire like... and seen clothes there, so. I also don't feel like Derek would ever wear Carhartts. Like, where would De- why would Derek need Carhartts? He lives in the nice parts of Canada. Scandinavia? Uh, huh? Scandinavia? Yeah, he lives in like the parts that aren't shitty in Alaska. Like, he, he did. Sorry, the rest he, of Canada. He, <laughs> he, I live in the parts that are shitty in Seattle. Like, yeah, it's different. It's a different level. It's a different kind of shitty. Derek, uh, if you could go to uh, any place on the planet and live there, uh, bring your family there, and um, <clears throat> man, that's a great question. Um, should we save that for the end of the for the Ask Geek Skate Games? Yes, and I f- like I feel like I feel like. Can I answer Vancouver, but with money? <laughs> yes. Because right now I live there with no money, and it's kind of horrible. Fair enough. But no, we should totally um, make that a question. Yeah, make that a question. So, um, so yeah, Mario gets a gets a, a wedding dress, and uh, there's um, uh, a lot of there's a lot of traction for it, but I think for like all the wrong reasons. Why? What <laughs> reasons do you think are wrong? Um. Well, no, no, no. Like, hmm, how to approach this without getting people mad because they're misconstruing my point. Hmm. I feel like it just is like a confirmation that because I, I didn't really realize and I haven't been following um, a lot of the media and a lot of the marketing for the game because I kind of want it to be as much of a surprise as possible. But I like I don't recall many other titles where you could like Mario could change like obviously he's already like possessing people and possessing creatures and enemies and stuff in this game but I don't recall was there another Mario game where you could dress Mario up in different costumes because yeah um, I mean obviously uh, yeah, ga- oh there was Galaxy you could like dress up as the bee and like and like there's the Tanuki suits and like and, you know there were right but like like does the wedding dress have like, is it just cosmetic, or does it actually change his abilities as well? Because, yeah, obviously, like, there's been the different Mario suits, but this time it just, like, it just seems like that's confirmation that maybe there'll be, like, more cosmetic abilities. I think it's, it, from what I'm reading here, it seems like it's just, it's just a dress that he can wear. Like, so it's just cosmetic. It doesn't seem to, like, affect anything so far that I see. Yeah, so, like, if that is a... You know, if that is an option, what other options are we going to see at the same time? We want to. Yeah. I want to see because it's kind of peach, cool. Peach in a tux because there's nothing more attractive than a strong woman in a tux. Okay. That's what derailed the show. Well, I. No, I mean I, that's that's totally cool. I don't know. I, I, I think there are things that are more attractive, but I'm also not you. <laughs> um, I also didn't realize how quickly this game was coming out. Oh yeah. Mario Galaxy comes out next Friday. Mario, nice. sorry, Mario, Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Um, man, there's surprisingly little stuff to talk about this. Man. Yeah, it's a slow news week. Yeah. It's because did we talk about the like? I don't know that a lot of. I don't think that many reviews have hit yet for Mario Odyssey. I think the is the embargo still up. I have no um, idea. But like, there was a leaked some leaked photos from the upcoming issue of edge magazine that came out and uh edge magazine excuse me gosh uh edge magazine awarded mario odyssey a 10 out of 10 uh which is pretty big deal because i think i can't remember but i think it's only like their 20 21st or something yeah i remember that yeah it was since like since 1993 when they started which is crazy um very loud airplane just flew over um I feel um I feel in the last like 5 to 10 years that um scores given to a game are arbitrary at this point because you'll have and I'm not familiar with Edge magazine so I'm not talking about them specifically but you'll have sure. sites like yeah amazing super crazy innovator 10 out of 10 this is the best call of duty ever and then Pokemon gets gets knocked because there's too much water um yeah, totally. It, like it's it's almost like like scores have as a whole transitioned upwards, and it's the point where like an eight or an eight and a half is like failing, average, or like pretty good, um, but not like not like super cool. Whereas like in the past, it was like something where a ten was 
so rare and so like just unheard of and only the best of the best ever got that and like an eight was like this game is fucking awesome you need to go and buy this right now yeah whereas it seems like for the most part most most publications have very much shifted upwards yeah then like like a six uh, a six would be like rent it and stuff like that yeah but yeah whereas i think like i think edge like edge i think is a like it's a very well viewed publication and they're like they're for instance let me just see here they've got uh, so so twenty they've they've given it to twenty games in the twenty five years that they've been around, and did you say the last ten years? So like since two thousand seven, I would say like 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 yeah, like five to ten years, maybe even a little bit outside of that. Like it's just starting to get like ridiculous. Uh, well, and I like I feel like like at the same time, I feel like the best of the best games. Like they also have like we have been in kind of a golden age for quite some time as well. But for instance, in the last like like since. There's been like in the last five years. There's been they've given it to six games in the last five years, and that was The Last of Us, Grand Theft Auto Five, Bayonetta Two, Bloodborne, Bayonetta Breath Two, of the Wild, and Mario Odyssey. Do are they being paid off by Nintendo? <laughs> I, I don't think they're being paid off by Nintendo. Um, I um, I want to like back up my statement saying like, yo, I feel like. The scores are real arbitrary. They're not really indicative of like a final product. Like you would want to like read the content of the reviews. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but we and you may or may not remember, but during the whole like GamerGate fiasco, there was that um, uh, there was that uh, listserv, that email group that got leaked. The Games Journal Journals Pro, where games the games journalists were purposely colluding to keep. Um, Fallout New Vegas's Metacritic score under a certain threshold, right, yeah, yeah. so they couldn't get the bonus. Um, so, you know, eighty-five. I think it was like eighty-five percent for them to get their bonus. Eighty-five percent. I feel like is a. It was like the the old gold standard. Like, hey, this is a good game. You should get it. Um, or if you're a fan, you should get it. Um, but now, like, an eighty-five is like, ooh, <laughs> it's not a nine point two. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a failure. <laughs> So I feel like I I feel like it's only in the last like it's is it only in the last like X amount of years where like I feel like it was always a very simple scoring system like seven and a half or eight or like there was like half points and, and there was full points but like now it's tenths. like point two and point three and like yeah like like how do you score something in the tenths like why why does that exist right? yeah. and and well. really at that point like because it's an arbitrary fucking number they don't have. They don't have like a check sheet or something, I'm sure, where they that spits out a number for them or an algorithm that spits out a number for them. They're just like, man, there's that it word like again, a seven point oh one out of ten. Um, I do have to say though that sometimes numbers hurt, especially when they're numbers from somebody that you care deeply about, um, and they review the My Little Pony movie at a three point five out of ten. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Granted, granted, William Bibiani brought up very good points in the review, but 3.5 is far too low. Everybody else seemed to love it. Yeah, I like, feel like... Like, not just Shane. Like, every, like, people are like, I don't like My Little Pony and I'm not a brony, but this movie's great. Yeah. So... I feel like if you don't like My Little Pony and you're not a brony, why did you go see the My Little Pony movie? Because they were reviewing it. Because they get paid to review movies. Oh, I see. Okay. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Derek Craneville, the Oblivious Award of the Week... Was that a segue? I think I won that last year too with the whole uh, loot crate thing. Yeah, which which I oh um speaking of loot crates, I wanted to like touch on something that we didn't really talk about before, and there's a really good article in Eurogamer um, that uh, um, is entitled "What the UK Can Learn from Far East Battle with Loot Boxes," and it reminds me that um, in certain Pacific Rim uh, Asian countries, um, there needs to be a published um, win rate um uh like for your loot boxes so you have to say like hey this you have a this much percent chance of winning this you have a this much percent chance of winning this and it's legally required to be um um available uh, available yes 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 yes. posted online and it's a really good article it's a pretty lengthy one it's um um, that I think everybody should read, but there's something about bringing that concept over to um, loot boxes in in the United States, um, and at least at least the West, like UK and everything. And I think that's a really totally forgot about, totally spaced about it. When I first heard about it uh, months ago, I thought it was a, a great approach to things. And 
Derek, um, since you've been enlightened about the whole loot box thing last week where you were, I, I re-listened to that part and you were, that was some genuine shock, shock and terror. <laughs> uh, and and I will talk about it in the next uh, segment of the show, but played a game a bunch this week, fucking loot boxes everywhere. Right? Um, or I, sorry, I bought a game this week and loot boxes out the wazoo. I, um, I... I explained that I explained that story to my dad, and my my dad um, was a, uh, a like a carnival director when he was like just back from um, uh, uh, being drafted. And I told him that, and he's like, "Oh my god, I should have I should have been a I should have stayed a carny. Like you can make so much money off of stupid people." <laughs> and like I showed him like wow. unboxing like Counter Strike unboxing videos, and it's like, "Wow, dad's the best." Uh, just saying. Yeah, yeah, delicious, delicious, uh, delicious, sparkling raspberry lime arrowhead water. Um, is there really anything else that you guys want to talk about this week? Like, I'm stretching. I'm stretching for content here. Uh, I one thing that I was pretty excited about about, um, and it's and it's not perfect yet, but it's a start because I think it's only in docked mode. Space docking? No. Uh, so the there was kind of a surprise Nintendo Switch update, software update a couple days back. Um, it added some interesting things, like you can now record. 30 second clips of specific games and share them with your friends. And they, I was really hoping for ability... a Puyo Puyo Tetris like <laughs> montage uh, from, <laughs> from our own Adam Lemois. But um, apparently that game is banned from the clip list. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it? That's pretty funny. Um, yeah. So there was, a, and kind of a start to uh, being able to back up your saves, which I know has been a point of contention for a lot of Switch owners, is that as of right now, if something were to happen to your console, or if your console had an issue and you had to send it in for repair, there's basically no guarantee that you'll be able to get your saves back. And at this point, we're talking, you know, 100 pl- plus hours of Zelda and 100 plus hours of Stardew Valley and, you know, whatever other games the Switch has so far. Uh, but... Um, they've they've kind of given the first step, which is you can now transfer your saves to another Switch console. Um, so hopefully soon they expand that and you know let you say put your saves on an SD card that is already in the console or something like that. But one of the cool things is that, and one of the things that annoyed like the, the one of the few annoyances I had with the Switch hardware is I really like using wireless headphones, um, and the Switch didn't support that at all. The Switch like you can't you can't hook up a bluetooth headset or anything like that to the switch which is kind of annoying uh and has definitely been annoying on several occasions but uh in this like it, like, like in now... dock mode is what you're saying no at all there was no there was, like you could only use wired headphones uh, oh, okay okay so it didn't ha- it, it has need of bluetooth but not for headphones yeah because the controllers and everything hook up via bluetooth but you can there's no audio system for that um at this point there's still no audio system for bluetooth headphones but uh according to and it's an undocumented feature un- of this latest un- as well. doc you meant it feature <laughs> all right i'll be here all week everybody uh, you can, that, was, that was good that was pretty good uh, but you can now use like any USB-based wireless headsets, so something with a USB receiver like the PlayStation Gold or Platinum headset or X amount of whatever other head- headsets. Uh, you can now use plug it into one of those USB ports, and it will just start routing the audio through that, um, which prior to this update did not function whatsoever. So that is a cool expansion. Um, I will definitely be trying that out because I really enjoy using my PlayStation Gold headset, uh, and... It's a good way to play without a bunch of wires Yo, uh, tangled ac- around. But, I uh, actually legit have my... So I, I totally cleaned my desk uh, maybe like a week ago. Um, like took everything off it, like wiped it and dusted it, and like rerouted like my monitors and everything. And it's much more like ergo um, setup. But I have my PlayStation Gold headphones charging off of my Nintendo Switch dock. Um, and I think that would be pretty like pretty dope to, to use those. They just need the, the little dingle dingle, right? Totally. And those are still probably one of the most comfortable pairs of headphones I've ever worn. Like they're so comfortable. Huh. Um so yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked on that. I, I really do hope that because obviously the technology's in there. Um I do hope at some point that they are able to expand that uh to full on wireless headsets, although I know I don't know how that would work latency wise, and I know that the whole point of the dongles is that it's a more direct and faster connection than Bluetooth, so you don't have the same latency issues. But uh um, I mean the, the function the functionality I, is there. It's just whether or not Nintendo's gonna do it. Because this is basically an NVIDIA shield. 
um, with just like you know proprietary software. So yes, yeah, right, right, right. Saying that they, that they can or can't do it, it's it's a will or won't do it moment. Yeah, totally. So, anyways, I thought that was a neat feature, and I definitely intend on using it. Um, yeah. Um, I um, it made me hopeful for the future for not having to fucking use that that absurd like app to like connect with your friends. Oh, that stuff is so yeah. dumb. I mean, like N- Nintendo makes. Well, and I feel like because of it, like I've never made an effort or had any interest in using, like even approaching online on the Switch at this point, because it just seems so clunky. Yeah, I and I've played no multiplayer games, no online. And I I bought Splatoon too, and I've never played it online. Um, does it has a pretty compelling single player, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Actually. Um, speaking of compelling single player, um, Battlefront Two is reporting that its single player is going to be about six to seven hours long. Um. And there's 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 two very voracious camps to that news. One is, um, uh, oh my god, six or seven hours, fuck EA, like all this, you know, rabble rousers. God, my fucking headset, Jesus. Um, all these rabble rousers doing their um their rabble rousing. Um, and then the other camp is uh. You know, if it's good, it's good. Uh, the single-player campaign for Titanfall was pretty fun, and that was six hours. So, um, and this is still going to be inherently going to be an online game, even though it's completely fucked with all those like advantage loot boxes uh, that we talked about last week. Where, yeah. um, just to like touch on it briefly, that there are competitive advantages loot boxes. Uh, case in point, there was a upgrade for Boba Fett that if you were in the air using his jetpack you were invincible and did twice twice as much damage so um, there's that what are and can you buy and you can buy loot boxes with real yeah. money in yeah. the game yeah so uh, I mean that's that's got to be how they're make planning to make that extra money because the season pass is not does not cost money the, all the levels everyone gets which which doesn't make any sense because then you have stuff like like Titanfall 2 that has all the levels and all the stuff and their their only like loot box stuff is um um cosmetic yeah yeah but i can't i can't imagine like titanfall 2 titanfall 2's total sales will not touch what like it's it's just not a money making property compared to compared to star wars anything start like that is going to that, that game is going to sell so many copies um and especially if it's going to actually it's not just cosmetic if it's going to make a difference in the game like i feel like so many more people are going to Buy some loot boxes and take that gamble, even though it's not gambling. Uh, you know, just take take that gamble and be like, "Oh shit, I didn't get what I needed," and just keep buying them and buying them and buying them. And then he's gonna make so much. I more got. Money. I'm trying to find it. I and I feel I feel like the whole idea, like the like the first Star Wars Battlefronts, like you know, people really liked the mechanics of it. People loved the way they the way that it looked. Uh, disliked the fact that there was no single player. Disliked the amount of content that the game included. Um, you know, aside from purchasing for the same cost as the game or whatever the season pass was, I remember it being quite expensive. Um, but now, now buying the game, you get a five to seven hour single player campaign, which from early reports is like quite good, um, which is certainly something I'm interested in. Um, and also the fact that you, you know, you again, you can choose to buy these loot boxes, which yes, it will make a substantial difference in the game. But you know, you're not cut off from playing levels that your friend, you know, like you're not going to be cut off from playing with your friends if you don't want to buy well, extra levels here's, or whatever. Here's something that, that came out um, over the weekend, or actually the last couple of days, and Activision, Activision actually uh, reached out about it, but there was a patent that um, uh, a patent that was filed in 2015 um, by uh, that was working under Activision that they filed a patent to, in like online matchmaking, like random matchmakings, that they would... M- they would match you if you were a new player or a player that didn't spend money and like didn't have like a lot of stuff. They would purposely match you with a player. Oh, geez, with people yeah. that did. Would purposely match why? with players that oh, did. Man. And why do you think? So oh, you saw so the benefit you'd have to, of that you'd have to buy shit. Yeah, it's like oh, or dude, you just look quit at that. Fucking playing. Look at that. No, it'd be like look at that dank skin. Like I need to get. I need to get that. And then you'd go. You'd go buy it. Um. The uh, I want to do like a um, uh, this is from the patent. In a particular example, the junior player may wish to become an expert sniper in a game, 
as determined from the player profile. The microtransaction engine may match the junior player with a player that is highly skilled sniper in the game. In this manner, the junior player may be encouraged to make game-related purchases such as a rifle or other items used by the marquee player. And they call it Microtransaction Engine 128. That's crazy. They've, they've reached out to the to the publication that um, that broke the story and said, "Hey, it was an exploratory patent back in 2015. We haven't implemented it. It's it was just a, it was just we patented something that we were just working on, you know, cursory." Just in I don't case believe someone them. else tried to do it. I don't believe them I either. That sounds. I don't believe them. I don't believe them. Like some garbo. Like that's in, like that's that's insane. That's insane. I mean, like, from a marketing standpoint, it makes sense. But at the same time, like, if with loot boxes and things now having things that give you an advantage in a game, and if, if they did that as well, like, you would have no chance as a junior player or someone who didn't buy shit. And then, like, why would I want your game at all? Like, fuck all that. I don't want anything to do with it. I would just quit and ask for a refund. It's just, it's it's startling. Um, but this is, like, this is just the DLC price gouging of the DLC double dipping round two, like it's just something yeah. that's you know happening again. We're gonna find a, find a new thing for it. Um, yeah. So what? Do you, but what, when you when you hear a a a single player campaign is five to seven hours, bear in mind that this is a the property is mostly gonna be online and its main pull is online, um, uh, like like online battles and everything. What do you think about the five to seven hour single player campaign added to it? Uh, I feel like I like I'm all for that. Like that's something where is it too short? They could have. Uh, I so in a game like that where the the main and almost entire focus of the game is on the multiplayer, I don't think that's too short. Like no. that is de- that is developed and meant to be a multiplayer game, and it's something where the first game didn't have a ca- campaign. They just as easily could have not done a campaign on this one and. You know, not that many people would have said anything. Um, but the fact that they did put a campaign in there is great. And I'm actually looking for, you know, it's a game where I probably would not have picked it up because I don't play a lot of online games. Now, if I see it on sale, like, I'll probably play it because Star Wars is cool and I like single-player that, games. That is... Oh, uh, also... Oh, uh, one, one, oh, one quick statement. Um, that is a game that I'm purposely going to buy secondhand um, because... <laughs> I uh, because I want to play the single player because playing as the bad guys is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm purposely going to buy it secondhand because I don't they I don't want them to benefit from my dollar, and I'd rather have game GameStop benefit than um, than EA because wow. um, because and then fucking EA turns around they shut down Visceral who was working on the the, the oh, single that, player yeah, yeah. Star Wars game because it it's going in a different direction which means it's probably going to be online only fucking full of loot boxes. No. <laughs> Fuck EA. Uh, but yeah, and I also enjoy games that are of that length because it means I might actually have a chance <laughs> to finish them. Uh, and you know, I like he- if the game was only single player. Here's you know, here's your single player Star Wars Battlefront. Give us your seventy dollars, you know, ten dollars an hour. Still, like not you know, what does a movie cost? Ten dollars an hour, about approximately ten dollars an hour. So you're paying the same as you would for a movie at that point. Um, I know, two, 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 but, two you know, IMAX, would I buy a, would two I buy a game? to Blade Runner was $35. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a AVX ticket here is $20 for an hour and a half Alien to two versus hours, right? Like, Xenomorph? <laughs> uh, it stands for Audio Video X. Experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> audio Video X. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, would I spend the, the, 70, the $80 plus tax like if i knew the game was five to seven hours probably not i'd wait for a sale and that's exactly what I, you know the last big ticket game that was single player only that was super short the order 1886 which i picked up uh you know for like 20 dollars. played you know finished it in like a couple days which is great because i very rarely finish games these days uh finished it enjoyed it traded it in like after i was done because i was going to play it again that, but i had a blast a, with a, it but would i spend 80 dollars on that that's a no PS4 i would game right that is, yeah, and it was really cool, and it was really is, uh, very is a f- like gorgeous game, uh, with a lot of really cool mechanics. Um, definitely had its share of issues. One of them, not all of them, but one of them being its length. But picked it up on sale. Really enjoyed it. Like that is the type, you know that that is the type of game where I would wait for a sale on it. 
Uh, and I, but I feel like at the same time, a lot of games that never get a physical release, you know, a lot of indie, you know, a lot of indie games, a lot of smaller p- published games, like that is the standard length for a lot of those yeah. narrative games, and they cost twenty or they cost thirty dollars, and that's totally fair and that's totally expected. It's just these like bigger budget ones that it seems to be an issue when they're shorter. Well, and like if it's meant to be, if it's not really meant to be just a single player game, it's you're meant to do more shit in like the online MORPG portion of it and co-op with people and stuff. If I knew that, that that's the way the game was supposed to be, I wouldn't pick it up if, if that's not what I want. If I want to have a Star Wars single-player 60-hour campaign, then I will wait for that game and not bellyache that this game isn't what I wanted. It's like, I don't know, it would be like being upset because Skyrim doesn't have guns. I don't know. It just seems stupid. Oh my god, Sky- uh, <laughs> Skyrim with guns is how like Far Cry 3 was. Skyrim with guns. Yeah, you've heard of that, right? No. Oh, yeah, Skyrim with Guns was how, like, Far Cry 3 was. Um, uh, Somebody, actually, one of the guys from Funhouse, back when he was on Inside Gaming, called Far Cry 3 uh, uh, Skyrim with Guns. And it was, like, a really stupid meme that, like, stuck. And, like, it ended up on the back of the box. And he still still gets shit for it, like, to this day. That's fantastic, though. But see, but then, but then you waited for Far Far Cry 3. You didn't fucking, you didn't just bellyache because the game wasn't what you wanted. Waited for the game that you wanted. But gamer, you gamers are it. so entitled. People, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I retract my statement. People on the internet are entitled. Anybody who complains on the internet, everyone's entitled. Anybody who complains on the internet is more entitled than anybody else. All right. It's 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 like it's. Mm, mm, everyone's entitled. Mm. Like I had someone, I had someone who was pissed off that his TV guy didn't match his what the programming actually was on the television and like told me that my job needed to be to go in there and fix a menu, and that should be my job 24-7. Like, people have crazy expectations for things and feel like everything should just be perfect all the time and, like, get real upset when it's not. I mean, I'm perfect all the time. Adjust. Right, Derek? (laughs) Except for when you're late. (laughs) Sure are, buddy. Do you know what's perfect all the time? Uh, Loot Crate. If you want to subscribe to an amazing (laughs) subscription service, go to lootcrate.com slash geekscape. Use the promo code geekscape at checkout. You get a monthly box of amazing stuff, some toys, t-shirts, collectibles. There's a bunch of different properties. They have a wrestling crate, an anime crate, pet crate, um, Harry Potter, Halos. You know, we're going to bust out some Halos. That's a reference from way back. If you can get it, good job. Uh, there's a... This, you deserve to reward. If you get it, you deserve to reward yourself with a, yeah. with a loot crate. Yeah. I. Uh, let's see. Do they have the next month up? Because we just beat... We just missed out on the, um, oh, oh, here we go. Oh, we got, we got November's month. It's up. Let's do it. So November's theme is Unite 2.0. We can, we can accomplish a lot on our own, but when we stand together, we're unstoppable. Take teamwork to the next level with November's theme, Unite 2.0. If you get in before the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific time, you will get November's crate. Uh, the, the the properties involved are Overwatch, the new Voltron uh, Legendary Defender, and the power, the brand new Saban's Power Ranger, as well as DC. The Mega Crate comes with a Nintendo Switch in it. What? The Mega Ooh. Crate you can you can so the way a uh, loot crate works, you're guaranteed you know the the crate. You know you pay twenty bucks, you get the box of cool shits, awesome stuff. And one thing that I love about Loot Crate is that if you don't like something. Put it in another box. Great stocking stuffers. Great Christmas presents. If you have a booth at a say a, at a video game convention, Stanley's Los yeah. Angeles Comic Con. Yeah. But uh, the the home of the box of mystery Sandy. and danger. Uh, it's returning from San Diego. That's Comic-Con. what. So if you visited San Diego, if you visited the booth, uh, the Geekscape booth at San Diego Comic Con, and uh, had a try at the box of mystery and danger, you may have another opportunity. Uh, we've got, we'll have a booth at. Uh, Stanley's, San, uh, no, not San Diego. Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con. Can you tell me about your uh, uh, formerly Stanley's your, Kamikaze? Uh, your box of mystery and danger. Is there mouse traps in it, like the one from Geekscape? Courtney, uh, I'm really uncomfortable right now because it sounds like you're talking about my vagina. <laughs> tell us about your box. I think yeah. you. I think he was. No, I gotta go through. I, I gotta go was. through the box of mystery and danger at SDCC. That's where I got my sweet Umaru figurine that I love. Um. And I didn't expect to find her, and it made me ridiculously happy. And I think that was probably my favorite thing that I brought back over the summer, was that little figurine. So, oh. 
So I'm, uh, but I'm looking at the uh, the Mega Crate, and there's a Nintendo Switch in there. Um, looks like some really dope uh, Justice League figs. There's a Bastion fig, and a also appears to be uh, one of the legendary um, Megazords. So it's a fifteen hundred dollar plus value. So if you get in before November nineteenth, you can win a chance. You can get a chance to win. Uh, so be sure to check out lootcrate.com/geekscape promo code geekscape. That is. Besides listening and sharing, that is the best way to support us here at Geekscape Games. So we appreciate it kindly. Derek, tell us about what you've been playing recently. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So I had I had a pretty busy week. So game time has been at a minimum, which I'm really disappointed about because the uh, next the second episode of Life is Strange Before the Storm. Uh, hit consoles yesterday i've actually been having some internet issues uh at my house to the point where two days ago i had no internet and yesterday it was intermittent but very very slow today oh, things seem to be oh, resolved how uh, the turns have a table derek you were complaining about my shoddy alaskan internet and yeah you got a socialist share share the bandwidth share the pipes oh not not working out too well now is it uh, well, we I actually we had a major wind and rainstorm, yeah. so I think that had an effect on it. Uh, but now I'm back up. Yeah, Courtney probably power. saw that down I lost there power as well. When I went to go play video games yeah. for the week, so I lost my game. Yeah, time. so my power was my power was fine, and I was smart. Like I preemptively downloaded a bunch of Netflix in case Ooh. the power went out, but then just the internet went out. So I was really smart, grateful man. that I did that. But now I'm back up to 170 oh, megabits. So fucking uh, piece of shit. De- it's no gig. It's no gigabit. It's no gigabit. But I'll take it. Um, but yeah. So the only thing that I had an opportunity to play this week was uh, on Tuesday the WWE yearly release came out. WWE 2K18. Um, so I spent a few hours with that game so far. Um, they're really interesting games <laughs> to spend money on because <laughs> because. Uh, you know they like they made some massive improvements from last year and they finally let go of PS3 and Xbox 360 releases so one one thing that allowed them to do is really really overhaul the the graphics engine so a lot of the superstars look like super fantastic and they've redone all the lighting and they've redone the crowds and the arenas which were always like pretty terrible looking um but they're in really interesting games to spend money on because I feel like at no point during its release does the game feel entirely finished. <laughs> uh, so they're like, they're just really, really buggy. And like, I almost have noticed more bugs th- it, with this year's release, which makes sense because this year they changed substantially more, I think, than they did last year. Um, but for instance, so you pop the disc in. Uh, it's one of the, and actually one thing that I love, it's one of the very few, like a lot of the Xbox games have this like, oh, you're like ready to start. Like you can start the game, but we're still installing, but you can do some stuff, but you can't do very much. But I feel like most of the games are just like, oh, we'll show you the title screen. That's as far as you can get. Uh, so you might as well be doing something else. But uh, in these games, and it was true as, true last year, it was tr- it's true this year as well, but you can actually jump into a singles match with, you know, a limited roster and, and actually play um play some matches while the game installs oh that's kind of cool so this first the first match yeah it is cool it is cool um so the first match i play you know there's only a few superstars so i I, it's like a one-on-one match um a lot of the mechanics feel a lot better they've really they've really kind of expanded the um the way that the characters move and a lot of the animations look much better and there's some new mechanics like you can carry your opponents now and which was very very clunky in previous games but they've really really improved it here um but in this first match like something happened and i think uh, like my opponent was like randy orton or something Woo! and we ended up outside in the crowd oh. that's not randy orton but uh <laughs> <laughs> shit uh, I'm just quiet because I don't know. But we ended up outside in we we ended up nope. outside in the crowd and then the referee's counting and so I jump back over the barrier to get back in the ring. Uh but then I get in the ring and the ref just stops counting entirely, even though he should keep keep counting. And once he hits a ten count, the match should be over and I should win. But Randy, what his character does is he never actually comes over the barrier, he just starts running. And he just runs into the barrier, and he just keeps running, and he never stops running. Some say he's running until this, just, this, 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 this. <laughs> and and uh, and he just keeps running, and I, I had to restart the match because like he was blocking the barrier, so I couldn't get back over, so I could like hit him or something to like reset the AI. Um, 
So that was my first WWE 2K18 experience. And my second WWE 2K18 experience, uh, we ended up outside the ring. Uh, referee's counting again. Referee's counting. We're at a nine count. Dude throws me back into the ring. And then the ref counts 10 and he loses because he's outside the ring at that moment. So uh, just some pretty hilarious moments. Is he still there. running but, running um, to go meet the ghost of Ric Flair? And he's still – he, some say some say Ric Flair's still alive. <laughs> but, uh, Damn, some, it! Damn it. Damn <laughs> it. But uh, some say that he's still oh, running man, to this dude, day. I'm like zero for zero this podcast. Um, but the AI, the AI, like the matches themselves are much more interesting and much more fun, and the they're more challenging as well because the AI, aside from those instances, does feel is there, a lot better. Um, is there any like new um, like grappling mechanic or anything, or is it still relatively like the same from the two two K seventeen? Uh, like the the carrying mechanics and stuff are probably the biggest changes in terms of the actual in-ring stuff um and it makes a lot of moves a lot more easy to do because in prior games it was so clunky at times to like try try to move your opponent around that it made a lot of moves and a lot of moves that were like like signature moves of of the characters that you're trying to play as it made them almost impossible unless unless your opponent like organically made it into whatever position whereas at this point it's much easier to actually position everyone um and they did like they've done some other stuff too. Like they really they've expanded the career mode, which is a mixture of like kind of okay sometimes to like mostly <laughs> terrible at other times. Hey, uh, the Shino hair story. Uh, like it's it's some of the worst writing that I've yeah. ever seen in a video game. Um, and none of it's voice acted or anything what? like that. So it's like the production values are just so low in this in in this career mode. Um, and like, there's, uh, is there any voice acting? And there's in a lot this? of like. Uh, like there's a like each like the superstars will sometimes have like little quips like if they like a, like if they win or whatever um but in the career mode no it's all just text that you're reading and it's like bad um and uh yeah there's there's another mode that i have never gotten into in any of the previous games but it's called universe mode and that seems to be the mode most people are always excited about because you kind of like get an opportunity to set up storylines and and kind of run the company almost um I don't know if I have enough of imagination of, of an imagination for that at this point, but uh, what I'm really looking forward to, and and the reason I bought the game last year, and the most I played the game last year is when you have people over, just like playing four on four or whatever. Like those are the most fun times. Um, I've spent a couple hours with the career mode. Uh, I am having fun with it, aside from like to the point where I don't really even read what is on the screen because it's never good and it never fits the character and never fits the brand or anything like that. So it's just like uh, it it only exists so that I can get through it into the next match or the next pay-per-view or whatever. But overall, I'm having fun with the game. Uh, I just it, <laughs> uh, I just wish it was better at the same time. I don't regret, I don't regret paying for it, but uh, I wish it was better. Uh, Miss Courtney, what have you been playing this week? Um, well, that... That weather storm, that's a great phrase, Courtney. That storm that Derek had also hit us down here. And so um, I actually. As previously stated. Okay, I lost power and I didn't get to play games (laughs) like when I wanted to. Let me tell my story. And uh, so I only only got to play Overwatch this week um, and only like a little bit. I mean, I enjoyed enjoyed playing Overwatch. Uh, It was fun. I did well. I still haven't gotten the skin I want. But I did get a sweet uh, highlight intro, so that's good. Um, it's for a just character not for you a char- don't play. For a character I don't play, but it's a sweet intro. I really like it. Um, so I got the the Reaper. He like busts out of the coffin, and I have that paired with my mariachi skin, and it looks really awesome. So I think I'm gonna have to play that character and get good with them just so that I can get a highlight. Gotta get or, good like, with Reaper. Game. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've had a lot of class stuff and a lot of family stuff going on. So uh, any any game time I do get has been on my phone, and it's been a stupid tap tap game that I hate, and I'm going to delete it after the show because it's that no, bad. You're not. No, I am. Oh, I did find twenty forty eight though, but instead of having numbers, it has cats. <laughs> that made my day. It's adorable, and everyone should get it because it's awesome. And that's how you should play twenty forty eight with cats. <laughs> All right. Um, I haven't really been playing much new stuff, just Overwatch, maybe a little Paragon here and there, but, um, uh, add, add me on the Epic's Launcher, SSJ can add me on, I gotta get my fucking, add me on fucking the fuck, alright, add me on fucking, the fucking, um, I gotta get my Blizzard, uh, why don't we talk about, uh, Ask, uh, Geekscape Games, Agaga, 
Um, we have a bunch of questions this week from people who actually responded on our Facebook. So do we want to yeah. just pick, like, what one should we, do? and then Derek, I think, had some. Um, I, I, I got one. Um, uh, Jeremy Shepard asks, have you seen My Little Pony, the movie? Yes, I saw it opening night. I went to go see Blade Runner, and then when Blade Runner was over, I left the movie theater, went back in, and bought a ticket to go see My Little Pony. I didn't even sneak into the other movie. I made sure my money went to the My Little Pony movie, and I so loved it. It was it was so adorable. The, the like the like the the more lively animation was very cool. The music is stellar. I've been listening to the soundtrack. It's in my car. Um, it is not a three point five William Bibbiani. William Bibbiati posting on the failing IGN, giving it a three by fake news. My Little Pony is ten out of ten. Three point five is fake news. The failing IGN trying to get readers. You know, fake news. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to uh, post a disclaimer that that was a parody. That was a joke. Anybody who <laughs> thinks I wasn't joking, just don't listen to the show anymore. Really? But And also look up what sarcasm is in comedy. Your sarcasm right. is hard to read sometimes, to be fair. Really? Yeah. Really? My sarcasm is hard? Sometimes. Not now when you're being good about being actually sarcastic. Derek, Too much did you see My Little Pony? <laughs> I sure didn't, uh, but one time several years ago, I was babysitting uh, some kids, and we and I watched Equestrian Girls with them, and that's about as uh, close which, to my little which, pony which as I've ever been. Which Equestrian I didn't there's, know there was my one until right now, so I don't know. show starting November 17th. It was a movie. Did it yeah. start with a, a movie? Movies. I think it was okay, just called so, Equestrian so, Girls. So yeah, it was so the first one the where first they one. have to like um, get the tiara back. Okay, cool. All right. Um, I haven't cool. seen it yet, Super but I'm cool. going to. I was supposed to see it today, but then my grandma got out of the hospital early. She's fine. Don't be worry. Um, but I will say, like from the previews and stuff that I've watched, the animation bothers me. There's something about what? it that there's something about the way the animation's done that bothers me, and I can't quite put my finger on it. And I haven't seen but like maybe two or three minutes of of show at a time. But there's something about about it that bugs me. It might be uh it might how many frames per second is it? Do we know or what the the rate is on? Yeah, it? no no idea. Um Okay. It's cuz I it's, have a weird thing with like refresh rates and and um FPS sometimes like the the 120 hertz TVs, I can't watch them. They make me really? like physically uncomfortable. Um, wow. So so you'll never be able to get better at Overwatch because you can't get a 144 hertz monitor. Um, probably. I can't. Not. Pl- I can't play. I can't play with you anymore. You're gonna make my SR drop too much. I've already made your SR drop really bad. So I mean, <laughs> make another account. Get good. <laughs> I, I, I would. I would. I would like. I would. I would like to say that I started my Overwatch uh, career at about 2,700, um, and then I think I ended last season uh, about 800 because uh, I was playing exclusively with Courtney Dossett. And we didn't play that often. To be fair, we didn't play that often, and that's part of the problem. Go see the My Little Pony movie. What else do we got? What else do we got from Ask Us? Um, Derek, you pick one. Uh, Jeremy Shepard also asks, uh, what food do you like that's only popular in Alaska or Canada? Do you have foods that uh, are specific I mean, to Alaska? Hands down. Uh, caribou, moose, muskox. What is it? What? Uh, I feel like that's yeah. also Canadian. Um, probably. Not near me, not we, near me, but... I mean, there's, there's, so Alaska is really like, it's where creative things go to die. That's not true. Except for food. Oh, that is true. Um, and so <laughs> there's, there's, um, there's no like uniquely like Alaskan cuisine, but there's amazing restaurants that are like better than stuff that I've tried anywhere else. Um, um I think brown bag, like, brown bag sandwich uh, company, Hulahans. Um, you know, there's, there's 61. all these amazing. Tequila 61. There's amazing venues uh, play, uh, making some incredible food that isn't inherently Alaskan, but it's better than other places. Um, that's been actually the biggest disappointment since I moved is the quality of restaurants that I get to go to now. I have found one restaurant within 20 minute drive of where I live that I will go to on a regular basis and everything else is garbage. Um and I think the only time that I've ever, and, and even in like Olympia, I don't, I don't have any go-to restaurants in Olympia. Um, 
but like back home like i like we just listed some of my favorite things and that's not even all of them like i can pick any any kind of food any any nationality of food and i can tell you my favorite restaurant for them within at least 20 minutes if not you know driving to anchorage but even in the valley and the valley is like tiny super tiny especially compared to places like olympia and the food quality there is even better than it is most places and our our sushi is fucking lit so lit i haven't found a new sushi place yet it hurts Uh, derek where um where's some 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 for you where's you uh, so if, like, I, I, are we talking about restaurants or just types of food? food? Whatever. I don't know that there's are. I don't know that there really are any Canadian specific restaurants aside from like Tim Hortons, which I don't you know can probably get food at Canadian Tire, and is also a spread. <sighs> yeah, I, I think you can. <laughs> I can't. That, but, uh, but uh, I, do you guys not have no, ideas? I, don't have that's not I was just saying IKEA because I could. Uh, um, <laughs> what? So yeah, Burlington. Like, like I don't know that food. I don't. <laughs> I don't know that poutine Fuck has really yes, made poutine. it outside of Canada very well. Because, uh, like, Jonathan, when he was up here a couple years ago, hadn't really, like, he had never had poutine. And we went a couple times, and he hated it both times. What? So, it's never, <laughs> yeah, I just remember him thinking it was gross. I don't remember why. Something? One of them had, one of them was at, like, some, like, hipster restaurant. It had, like, duck in it or something, oh, which was kind of weird. But, um Anyways, Dude. he didn't love poutine. Also, ketchup chips you guys don't have, which are fucking delicious. What are ketchup chips? They're chips that are flavored like ketchup. Oh, that sounds gross. But they don't really taste they're, like they don't really they, taste like ketchup. They grew at all, on me. I hated them the first time I tried them. They're flavored like ketchup. They're flavored yeah. like ketchup, yeah, I brought but they some don't fr- taste like ketchup. Also, Smarties, which are like a poor man's M M&M. and M. I love. Sm- I would never choose Smarties, Smarties over. Smarties like the. I would never no, choose Smarties they're different over M&Ms. Smarties in Scandinavia. No, that's yeah. With your your Smarties are like your version of Smarties are called Rockets here. Oh. Uh, they're delicious they're one of my favorite smarties are where, do you, like, where do you stand on the the jimmy sprinkles debate i don't know what you're talking about um, you know the little colored icy dried icing things you put on ice cream or like on cakes that are like confetti? sprinkle yeah sprinkles yeah yeah some people call where do you stand where do you stand on the sprinkles. cotton candy fairy floss debate i uh, i've never heard anybody call it fairy floss in that's my a, entire life a, they, they have the queen on their money okay i have to ask yeah where do you stand on the one spot? Uh, but yeah, Smarties are like Smarties are like M and M's, but not as good. Oh, craft dinner. Oh, confirmed. Craft yeah. dinner. Craft dinner. Poutine though. Poutine is great. Craft, oh yeah. What about the craft dinner thing? Better. Tell me about it. I didn't get to eat any. Shane ate it all. Didn't we bring like a couple um, of boxes? I gave both boxes to Shane when he left. You didn't, he didn't like he wasn't like let's make craft dinner right now. We were and, and like, then share. we immediately did not. Yeah. I mean, you've met us, Derek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It tells how you really feel. Not on air. Ooh. <laughs> oh, Man. Derek. I'm just Sassy kidding. Derek. I, I, I would Aww. be lost without both of you. Oh, we love you, too. Um, but yeah, apparently craft Dinner was the shit. Yeah, craft so. Dinner was, in fact, um, better. See, now, like, now I want to try American. What do you guys call it down there? Macaroni and cheese. Craft. Kraft like craft Mac. macaroni Just and cheese. Mac. Like now, I want to try that. We should have gotten so you I some. can compare. We were at Target. We could have exchanged. Could have exchanged craft macaroni products. products. It would have been great. I'll send. You I also some really bread. love Funyuns, and you can't get Funyuns in Canada. Well, I'll make you a care package of craft macaroni and cheese and Funyuns, <laughs> and um, I'm down. Uh, which sounds like it's a stoner's dream. Gotcha. <laughs> you know what? You know. You know what's a stoner's dream? What? Finishing up. I think that was level one thirty one of the Geek State Games podcast. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We'll see you guys back here next week. As always, you can find us on geekscape.net, on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I am on Twitter at Shane O'Hare, on gaming platforms as SS Shaken. I'm on Blizzard as Walter Chips. Isn't it called Battle.net again? No, they moved it back. Uh, it's Blizzard no, thought, Battle.net. But I thought they re-renamed it. It's Blizzard Battle.net. Whatever. Right. You can find me on Battle.net as Walter Chips with two Ps, and I'm number 1725. 17- uh, I'm at D. Cranavelt on Twitter and Captain K17 on gaming platforms. Um, I'm AK Geeky Girl on- and Miss Courtney Dawson. I don't know why that made me so angry just now. I'm at AK Geeky Girl on Twitter and Geeky Girl AK nearly everywhere else. Um, if you're trying to find me on a platform and you can't, ask Shane. I don't know my shit. Ask anymore. Shane. <laughs> Shane right. has me. I'm you have keeper. me added on everything. Zoom, like ask Shane. He'll hand out my personal information, and um, then that then I'll just that'll that'll be the thing. 
You're now my manager. Thanks, Shane. Oh, yeah? Okay. If you guys want to call Courtney. No! 907. Nine, no! My creepy ex will find me. Don't! <laughs> do, you know that, do you guys want to know what I just learned? That's hilarious and totally Hell off topic. Yes. Yeah. So the, the official KFC Twitter account follows only 11 people. Uh, five five of those are Spice Girls, and then the there's there's six guys named Herb. <laughs> eleven eleven <laughs> Spices. I love it. <laughs> oh, Shane liked that way too much. <laughs> That's marketing right there. <laughs> Including Green Bay Packers quarterback Herb Walters.